ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome in to the March 22nd edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It is Wednesday, middle of the week. We're almost home free to the weekend. Hope you're having a great one so far. My name is Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We get together every weekday, 5 to 6. We do it right here. And I give you an opportunity to react to what I'm talking about, sometimes even set the stage for some of the things we're going to get into today. And the text line is the best way to do it, especially when I'm solo in the studio. And it's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Now, I've got some rules when it comes to texting. Don't text and drive. Pull over if you have to. Don't text and drive. Pull over if you have to. And, of course, you can also find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Yesterday was a jam-packed show for sure as we got the word yesterday that Marshall University men's basketball coach, Dan D'Antoni, given a three-year extension. So there was a lot of reaction to that, and we'll take more of that as well. It's I don't want to I don't want a percentage on this, but I feel like it's 50-50. There are two camps of thought here. You know, Dan's 75 years old. So some of the feedback I got yesterday, and this was a lot of it was off air. Yeah, a lot of it was social media, just people reacting to me. And some of you are saying, hey, it's time for a change. Dan's great, but he's getting up there in age. And others were like, hey, the, the guy just coached Marshall to one of its best win-loss records in a long time. Had a good season, didn't end the way you wanted it to, but had a good season. It's a bad look to say goodbye to the coach who got you close to the championship. And a lot of people are bringing up his resume. Then a lot of people are bringing his resume up. Won in the NCAA tournament a few years ago, but lack of success since. Winning a, a regular season championship, a tournament championship, Hasn't happened in a few years. So there are a lot of people giving me, you know, reasons why it's a great decision and reasons why that it's time for Marshall to move on from Dan Dan. Tony, so where do you fall? Are you somewhere in the middle? Are you on one side or the other? We'll hear more of that today. And of course, today was Pro Day at Marshall University. Pro Day has evolved over the years. Marshall's got the indoor facility now. That makes Pro Day a lot better. Can you imagine what Pro Day might have been like years and years ago before the indoor facility? It, it probably wasn't as good as it is now. It, To be quite honest, Pro Day is a lot better now for Marshall, especially with the indoor facility and the ability to not just host a few teams, but a multitude of teams. There were 10 NFL teams present today at Marshall's Pro Day, including the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, the Arizona Cardinals, Las Vegas Raiders, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, the New York Jets, the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears, all represented today 
That's pretty good. Ten teams at Marshall Pro Day. And, of course, some of these guys hopefully are going to get invited to the NFL Combine. We hope that's going to be the case. Hopefully, we're going to see a couple of names on draft day. That would be fantastic. So we're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a few minutes. We got his comments from earlier today. Uh, we've got a couple of comments from Stephen Gilmore, Kalen Laburn, Isaiah Norman. We've got their thoughts on a couple of items. So we'll get all of that. And we'll also get you caught up on what's happening with uh, everything else that's going on today. Uh, we've got some good news today from track and field to get into. We'll do that later. Uh, baseball yesterday. Baseball won on the road in Cincinnati, taking on the Bearcats, and the Herd won. Had a four-run first inning, some really good pitching, and Marshall got the win, 8-4, last night in Cincinnati, beating the Bearcats. So that's got to be a good win for the Thundering Herd. And then yesterday, you knew I was over at softball talking to Megan Smith-Lyon, her squad getting set for the road trip yesterday. Well, today's the road trip. They're in Louisville today. And so they've already won the first game. They beat Tennessee Martin 4-1. to So congratulations to the women. They just keep on rolling. They're back in action tonight at 5-ish. So that should be starting here in the next couple of minutes for those of you listening live. And Let's hope that the herd can continue to keep on winning. They got Southern Miss coming to the dot this weekend. That's going to be big. Sunbelt play. You're taking on a familiar foe. You haven't seen them in a while, but you're taking on a familiar foe in Southern Miss. That should be fun. Hopefully it's a big crowd at the dot to support the ladies. Just be careful. Don't park where I, I parked yesterday and almost ended up having to fill out an insurance report card. Don't Don't do that. Be selective where you park. That's my only advice. I drove by there today. I had to had to be in the area. And I drove by there today, and I had someone else in the, in the car with me. And I'm like, yeah, that's where my car almost got it yesterday. Like, yeah, you shouldn't park there. You're right. You shouldn't park there. So be careful. That's the that's the advice I, I give everyone. Well, you know that anyway. How many times, How many times have we seen a ball, foul ball, go out, and then you hear the crunch? And if you were around during the days of the Huntington Cubs, you knew that possibility was every single time, just the way the parking was and, and that grandstand. So anybody that goes to a baseball game or a softball game, you know this, but especially with the ladies, they can knock it out. They are playing tremendous ball right now. So I think that's what we've got for you as far as some of the things we're talking about. We're keeping an eye on Glenville State, the Lady Pioneers. They defeated the Tampa Spartans 78-68 to to get into the Final Four. And so they take on the Ashland University Eagles tonight. That's going to be at 9.30 p.m. We're keeping an eye on that one. That's an important one to keep an eye on. There was a lot of fire on Twitter and social media yesterday, all platforms, because yesterday was the Marshall emergency meeting. Now, what happened in that emergency meeting was Marshall gave Dan D'Antoni a three-year extension. 
So that was big. That was big for Dan. And that's what we got out of the meeting. Now, we didn't get much else out of the meeting. We were expecting possibly the naming of a new women's basketball coach. That could be a possibility happening sooner than later. And there's a name that keeps coming up. Marshall University put out a statement yesterday after a couple of places talked a lot about Kim Stevens, the head coach of Glenville State, including a, uh, a former play-by-play announcer for uh, Marshall's uh, ESPN Plus offerings, you know, you know, Herd Vision. It was Jay Griffith who broke that yesterday, that Kim Stevens has accepted the position. And, of course, she's still coaching right now. So Marshall put out a statement yesterday, if you weren't with us, uh, just reinforcing what happened in the Board of Governors meeting, and that statement was today, we announced a signed contract extension of Coach D'Antoni. There's nothing else to be announced at this time, and everything else is speculation at this point. And, of course, if you watched any of the video stream of the Board of Governors meeting, you basically got warned, hey, if you're watching this thing, hanging on to everything, uh, we're not going to be discussing specific names here. This isn't going to be happening. We're not. These are personnel matters that we're discussing, so we're going to keep names from the live stream, and anything that needs to be announced will be announced through channels such as official releases. So right then and there, we all knew... We weren't getting much news out of this thing unless Marshall released it directly. And the only thing Marshall's released so far is Dan's extension. Everything else right now is still speculation, but that speculation was a hot topic yesterday across all manner of platforms with me directly, indirectly, social media, word on the street, all of that. And this is about women's basketball. And, of course, the the thing about Dan was really you were on one side or the other of that topic yesterday. I don't think there's really any middle ground from anybody. I haven't seen it. No middle ground, either all on board, that's great, or that's terrible. We're not going to win a championship. It's time for him to go. I don't think there was any true middle ground on this. If there is, I haven't seen it. So we'll talk about it today. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We knew he was going to be with Marshall for a while last week. Christian Spears, Marshall's athletic director, said it on this show. If Dan wants to come back, he's coming back. That means to me, Dan wants to stay. He's going to stay as long as he wants. So this wasn't a surprise. Three-year deal wasn't a surprise. If you're going to back the coach, you're backing the coach. This didn't surprise me whatsoever. I think it took some people by surprise. But Dan was coming back. We knew this. No surprise there. I think it's the three-year deal. That's what's bothered some people. 
I mean, you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound, it seems here. And so he's got a three-year deal. So now, if anything, that takes something off the table. With the transfer portal, there's always the, you got to re-recruit the players you have. There's always going to be that. But if you're recruiting, it's it's taken off the table. Hey, you know, their coach has only got a year deal. They're not very stable. I mean, these are things I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of if I'm competing against Dan D'Antoni, I'm throwing everything I possibly can to, to basically cut him off at the knees if I'm an opposing coach recruiting against him. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw mud, but like, hey, you know, he only, he's only got a one year deal. You know, I'm I'm pretty solid here. If you come play for me, yeah, there's some stability here. Or, I mean, I'm sure some coaches will throw age in, in the mix. I know some of you did. But coaches, anything you can say, hey, you know, this guy's pretty old. Yeah, Dan's old. I hope to get to Dan's age. I hope to get past Dan's age. I can only hope. That's not a thing for me. I'm, You know what? You get to 75, congratulations. I hope I get to 75. I hope I get to 80, 90. I'm shooting for 100. I, I know I'm not. Uh, I'm not realistic here. That's a that's a lofty goal, but I'm shooting for it. But yeah, we knew this. Absolutely knew this. That he was going to be sticking around for a while, and so I asked a couple of people. If you follow me on Twitter, there's a secret account. It's not that secret, but it's a secret account. There is a community feature on Twitter. It's small right now, but I started one. I like playing with the new features on on Twitter and social media. I haven't used the spaces as much. I'm focusing more on this actual platform, the radio, than the audio channel on, on Twitter. But there's a community that I have on Twitter. And if you need a link, let me know. I'll get you in. It's only about thundering herd sports. And so I asked, should Marshall University, given Dan D'Antoni a three-year extension, and I, I asked you to put a reply to explain your answer, and so far 75% say yes, 25% say no. And some of the reasons were, yes, anyone we get after him is a downgrade. Winning is everything, but no one will bring kids in as good as him. People are in seats, atmosphere. It's amazing, basically, the, the impression I've got. Uh, players love the coach. Yeah, That's all I should care about as a fan, someone said. Someone said that it's time to move on like Doc Holliday. Someone else said he's done a fine job. There's exciting basketball being played. Players are never in trouble or are immediately dealt with accordingly. Uh, There's lots of West Virginia talent. Uh, You do have that NCAA tournament appearance. Of course, you know, some people are realistic and said, hey, yes, with all the good, there are some disappointments. I think that's going to be with any coach. Any coach you have, there's going to be successes. There's going to be disappointments. 
And nobody has told me just yet, if you don't have Dan D'Antoni as the coach, who's coming in? Who's coming in to, to turn it around in your mind or to take it to the next level? Who's coming in right now? Of course, that's going to be a question asked in a few years or depending on how long Dan wants to continue to be the coach. But who's coming in right now? And maybe, just maybe, in a couple of seasons, Marshall's got a Sun Belt or two title trophy sitting up on the trophy shelf. I don't know. I think there's some positives to be taken away from basketball. It's it's moving in a direction that seems like it's forward. I'm going to be honest with you. I think part of the Part of the problem was the atmosphere at the Cam Henderson Center. It's gotten better. I know that some of you are not fans of tarping off part of the arena. And yes, I go back to some of those golden days of basketball. I remember when the Cam Henderson Center was full of fans, when it was brand new. And there was 9,000 fans coming into a game to see Marshall play. Those days haven't been around in a long time. I would love to see Marshall get back to those days. Absolutely. But I remember those days, and it was fun. But it hasn't been that way in a long time. So there was an adjustment made to to seating. Maybe... If things continue, maybe just maybe, you have to open some things up. And also, to be honest with you, those were terrible seats to begin with. The seats that Marshall tarped off, those were terrible seats. Absolutely. The railings up there, it's a terrible angle. It's not comfortable. It's it's the worst seat possible. And the Henderson Center. Those are terrible. I wouldn't want to sit up there. And I've sat up there before. When I was younger, I would sit up there because that was the ticket I could get. as a, Before I was a Marshall student, that was the ticket. You know, I'd get fortunate sometimes and, and get a, a ticket that was you know right before you get to the bleachers. You know, the chair back's up there. And it's not exactly the best view. You see everything, but it's it's a terrible angle. The railing situation, I wouldn't. It's not comfortable. And now you have alcohol sales in the Henderson Center. Let's let's not multiply potential problems with having those seats open. There's there's so many things we can talk about with basketball, but you got a new floor, and some of you didn't like that with the black. There's a, a, an attempt to try to create an atmosphere at the Henderson Center. Uh, I would like to see, if I had money to just spend, I would like to see the whole lower bowl just torn out and redone. Absolutely. But as it stands now, I think we're okay with basketball. I really do. So we'll find out here hopefully in the next few weeks, if we're going to have a new excitement for women's basketball as well. And anything else that comes out.
But we got football to talk about, so let's do that. We got Coach Huff, his comments, pro day earlier today. We'll get those comments, and we'll get your text in as well. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I want to welcome you back to today's edition of The Drive. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, and my name is Paul Swan. I'm going to be your host for the foreseeable future. I don't know if I have a three-year deal like Dan D'Antoni does, but I will be here for a while. In just a moment, we're going to hear from Charles Huff, the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Today was Pro Day for the Thundering Herd, and it feels like every year Pro Day gets bigger and better. You have to. You have to have a good Pro Day. That's something else that you got to keep in mind. If you're a university, you're trying to compete for kids, recruits, you're trying to compete, you need to sell why Marshall University can help you get to the next level. That's that's important. You have to you have to sell that. You have to be able to back that up as well. And why do you think if you walk into the Shoey building, there's a, a section of the Shoey de- that's devoted to here are all the thundering herd players in the NFL. It's a pretty cool wall. It's got all those NFL helmets. And that's important because for a lot of kids, the dream is to get to the NFL. For a lot of kids, they know college football is going to be the end and pro football is maybe not a reality. Maybe it's not the aspiration. There are kids who play pro football and that's their dream. And there are kids who want to be doctors and football helps them get to that dream. It's what makes football great. Football opens up doors for a lot of these young men. But you need to have a path to the NFL or at least be as competitive as you possibly can helping these kids get to the next level if you want to attract top talent because that's important to a lot of kids. And Isaiah Norman was asked earlier today after Pro Day about how Marshall has helped him prepare for a day like Pro Day. So I definitely, in Marshall, uh, I got developed a lot more here because the coaches really wanted to, they, they, they just taught me like more things. Like, and I'm not taking a knock in my old school or nothing, but like they taught me things I wasn't taught before. And so I became a smarter football player first. And then when I, in February, when I came in, I realized that this team actually works hard. Now we got movement in the right direction. This is what Huff brought me here to do because I have a conference championship. So I know what it takes. Now it's time to be a leader. Now I got to learn my team. Now I got to, all right, what makes him click? What makes him run faster? And what makes him shut down? You know, and it's tough being a leader because you got guys you want to do right, and these guys are leaders just look at you. <laughs> you just like, come on, they just keep looking at you. And so, you know, it's a battle, but I think Marshall has definitely made me a better leader. It's made me a better football player. It made me a better person overall. My people skills have gotten way better since I got here. I never had. I ain't used to talking to this many people. Like I, I have to deal with communications. I don't mind talking to people. 
But like, I'm like, dog, like, I go out. You play for Marshall, you're number eight. I didn't have that, you know, FCS. Like, we were a military city. Like, nobody knew we played football. Yeah. <laughs> and I would go out here with a Marshall shirt. I, I get my grocery, you know? So, like, it's, it's just crazy how things work. I, it's just a blessing. The main, the main thing out of Marshall I take is the opportunity. Because Coach Hub did not have to give me the opportunity to come play. And he gave me the opportunity, and I was blessing them to make, make whatever with it, and come to Pro Day, and hopefully get another shot. That's recruitment statement right there. I'm taking Isaiah with me everywhere I go if I'm recruiting for Marshall. Hey, here's Isaiah. He didn't used to be a people person, and now he'll talk to anybody. And, of course, it helps with you go out with a Marshall shirt and people go, Hey, Isaiah. That's always good. That always makes a kid happy. Hey, Isaiah. Great job today. You don't get that some places. Some places you do, some places you don't. But that was a key point there. And then Stephen Gilmore. It was just good to have Stephen out there. And, of course, you know, Stephen, little NFL pedigree in that family with Stephon Gilmore. But Stephen, he felt good about it today. I know all eyes were on him for a time but he did feel good about how he performed today. I felt great, you know, putting on, been working for the last three months, you know, training for this, preparing for this day. So it was good to actually get the garden and do it. And what was it like having your whole family here? Oh, it felt great, you know, just the support that they bring with me, you know, just give me a little bit more motivation than I already have. So it was just fun having everyone here supporting me. Yeah, and it kind of ben- benefits you too. I mean, your older brother, obviously. Um, what advice has he given you and stuff through this process? You know, you just control the controllables, you know. Um, just work work every day. Um, be prepared for every opportunity I get. And you know, always work hard and everything else will fall into place. Shout out to Cassidy Wood for some of those questions during Pro Day. And another name that we all became big fans of, Kalen Laburn. Scouts were talking to him, and he felt good about it afterwards. He shared a little bit. He couldn't give all the details, but he did share a little bit of what the scouts were saying to him after he went through everything. Um, it was great conversations. Um, they they um they liked how they liked how I ran. They they liked everything I did. Um, you know, I just put my best foot forward and had open ears for whatever they said and, and tried my best to do it. And how do you deal with, um, obviously there's going to be some anxiety after this, right? Like waiting and seeing if a team's going to call you and stuff. How, how do you deal with that? Uh, just remember uh, God doesn't make mistakes, you know, um, and just keep working. Because once I leave here, I'm going to go back to work. So just, you know, God doesn't make mistakes and just keep working hard and putting your best foot forward. That was Kalen Laburn on some of the conversations he had today with the scouts and just the whole anticipation, the whole apprehension. I mean, this is a big day. This is an opportunity for you to go out and show what your hard work has brought you and hope that somewhere someone has seen you and thought to themselves, hey, write his name down. If he's available when we can draft, we might draft him. And so 10 teams today were at Pro Day, including the Cincinnati Bengals. And if the Cincinnati Bengals drafted several guys from the Thundering Herd roster, all the better for me. As uh, you know, uh, when it gets to the NFL, you're either a Bengal or you're against me. 
Hey, no offense to anybody. It's just you're either a bingle or you're against me. Or is it if you're either a bingle or I'm against you, uh, however that works. Coach Huff, we're going to hear his comments when we continue. Our text line is open if you want to jump in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. In a moment, we're going to hear from Marshall football coach Charles Huff, but we will get more of your text in. Let's go back to the text line. Which players stuck out the most at Pro Day today? Um, here's one for you. You just heard from him a moment ago if you were with us. Kalen Laburn. His uh, broad jump, 10 feet, 5 inches. That stuck out to me. So that was a pretty big one. Charles Huff, Marshall's football coach. Another Pro Day in the books. And he started out when he spoke with the media earlier today talking about the dream that these players have for Pro Day. Uh, well, obviously, um, an exciting day for our, for, our, for our guys, our seniors. Um, this is something you kind of dream about for, for a long time when you, when you play this game at a high level. And um, today to have as many NFL scouts and as many personnel people here um, to see these guys work out uh, was really good. Um, and again, like I told a lot of them, this is just a piece of the puzzle. You know, you're not going to make or not make uh, the NFL based on just what you do today, but it's just a piece of it. Obviously, um, the consistency of your film, what you do between now and the time that you get an opportunity is going to matter. Um, but it was really good. And I think, again, for you know a place like Marshall to be able to have um, the type of talent that the NFL is at least interested in, it you know, speaks a lot. You know, I know we've had multiple guys here in the past that have, you know, been standouts, but to continue that tradition, um, I think that's a testament to one, this university, this community, and then two, you know, the programs and processes that have been put in place. So I'm excited for these guys. Um, I know they were all talking about how fast they were going to run and how many they were going to bench. And um, so it's good. It's kind of like, you know, watching, you know, graduation is the academia you know, step into the next world for them. And this is kind of the, the athletic step into the world. You know, you think back to the bowl game and hugging these guys in the locker room and they've all gone off and have trained and prepared for this day. And then to be able to come back and perform well was really good. So I'm excited for them. Um, you know, now the next step is, you know, what do they do between now and, and you know, that, that, that next phone call or whatever it may be. Um, so really excited. Uh, great day. I'm happy you guys were able to make it as well. Charles Huff, it is a big deal. Not every school has a really good pro day. Not every school has a pro day in which a lot of scouts show up. Pro day is a big deal. Not everybody can have a pro day. Not everybody gets to go to pro day. And so for a lot of these kids, it's a dream come true. And there have been some success stories from pro day. Coach Huff talked about that. Nazi Johnson comes up, by the way. Sorry, he won a Super Bowl you know, I was hoping that the Bengals would win a Super Bowl, so no offense to Nas. I'm happy for him, but, you know, I was hoping for that Bengals Super Bowl. But no, Nas, Nazi Johnson, one of my favorite players of recent memory. He's a big success story from Pro Day, and Coach Huff talks about those success stories. 
Yeah, I think, you know, he's probably, you know, just one of the many stories that have been, you know, been been through these doors. Um, a young man that's come in, you know, they all kind of have different paths, you know, whether it was Nazi's path where he walked on, you know, and, and worked his way into an opportunity and that opportunity became a bigger opportunity. Um, you know, I use his example uh, with the team a lot, not as, you know, hey, if you go run and jump this fast, you're going to be a Super Bowl champion. But just taking advantage of the opportunities and being prepared because you never know what's behind the next door, right? You know, he got an opportunity to, to just be on the team, you know, and he found his role in special teams and created value for himself and, you know, had a niche, you know, something that, you know, some other guys didn't have. He had some flexibility and positions where he could play, uh, which allowed him to stay on the roster, which allowed him to, to, to now call himself a Super Bowl champion, which, you know, when you look at his whole story, um, I, I think that just kind of encompasses what, you know, the Marshall story and family has been about for a long time, you know, um, coming from small beginnings and, you know, taking each step the right way and learning. And now he's going to be, you know, in history, you know, forever as a Super Bowl champion. So really proud of him. Hopefully some of these guys have that opportunity as well to take advantage of the opportunities that come moving forward. Something that was really cool about Pro Day, of course, is you get current members of the team that are helping out. They're doing things around Pro Day. It's not just about the players that are looking to take that next step this year. It's about the guys that are on the team now. They're coming back for their brothers, their friends. They're taking it in. And Coach talked about how that really benefits those guys. Yeah, I think it helps. Um, you know, part of this is, is kind of like, you know, when you, when you come out of high school and you take the SAT or the ACT, you don't have to take that anymore. Um, but it, it's, it's knowing how to test or knowing how to go through a pro day. Um, the drills are the same drills that, you know, they've been doing since they were, you know, five years old, right? 40-yard dash, run around some cones, bench press, jump. But just knowing how to go about the, the routine of the day. How do I get prepared for the day? How do I take advantage of, you know, hey, one rep, two reps that, you know, that you get here? Um, so for our guys that are still on the team to get to see that, um, one, it's kind of like they're seeing their big brothers, you know, kind of, you know, chase their dream. Um, and then two, it gives them hope of, you know, hey, when I get my opportunity, I know how I'm going to prepare. I know what I need to do uh, physically and mentally to take advantage of this opportunity. So for them to get to see it, I think it's really good. That's Coach Hoff talking about some of the current members of the team being able to be there. I mean, that's a great point. You learn how to take the test, right? You learn how to get ready for pro day, what's going to be expected of you. So when you get ready for the test, the test is easy. You're prepared for the test. It doesn't just happen with a couple of off-month workouts. You get ready for the test all career long. And it teaches his players other things as well. That was asked, hey, what, what does this process really teach these players? Because not everybody's going pro, but what does this process teach your guys? Yeah, I think, you know, the one beauty about the game of football is it, it probably translates to life probably closer to any other you know, game in particular because there's, there's adversity, there's growth, and then there's times where you can do everything right and it still may not go your way. Uh, but what you learn along the way will help you be prepared for whatever's next. Um, you know, this is a football job interview. You know, it's an opportunity for you to go out and interview for the next level. Um, at some point in their life, whether all of these guys play 20 years in the NFL and win 18 championships or whatever it may be, um, they're going to have another life interview, whatever that may be, in their next realm of whatever work is or whatever exposure is. So introducing yourself to, you know, different personnel and, you know, people in management positions, i.e. the scouts today, um, how you, you know, interact with them, how you conduct yourself, how you introduce yourself, 
um, how you perform, whether that's in an interview or, you know, running a 40, um, how you prepare to perform. You know, hey, I got an interview with UPS. Well, I got to prepare for that interview. I got an interview with a school system. I got to prepare for that interview. Um, just like they've prepared the last couple of months for, you know, for this interview. And, and hopefully what they learned along the way is that you take every opportunity for what it's worth, you prepare, and you give it your best shot. And then from there, you take advantage of what comes out of it. Along the same lines of a couple of things that Coach has already talked about, uh, there was a, a specific question. You had Cam Fancher out there today among guys that were, were throwing, you know, one of the younger guys. He's out there throwing today on Pro Day. And Coach talked a little bit more about a guy like Cam, about the younger guys, and just being out there, how that really just benefits him. Yeah, well, one, I think it helps the guys that are preparing to have someone – throwing to you or working with you that you've got some kind of camaraderie with, right? You got your biggest job interview, your, you know, your athletic career. You don't want to have a stranger, you know, in your, in your past drills or whatever that may be. For Cam, I think it gives them an opportunity to kind of experience the job interview without being on the interview, if that makes sense. Um, and it gives him a chance to help his brothers. And I think, again, it's putting guys in position, one, teaching them how to prepare for situations like these, Two, giving them some type of exposure before it happens, i.e. letting Cam throw to these guys, and then allowing them to take advantage of their opportunity when, when Cam's you know, clock gets to the point where he can. And finally, Coach talked about, as we get closer to, to spring ball, the transition and why it's separate. Spring ball isn't a thing. It's now going to be a thing, but it's not about spring ball today. Everything has been about pro day. And so now that transition will begin into spring ball. And there's a reason why for that. Yeah, um, obviously, you know, today is about these guys. And that's why we try to separate it, you know, a little bit to, to give um, both platforms their, their respect and their due. Um, you know, you give these guys their platform. A lot of these guys showed up at, you know, workouts, you know, watched the guys work out yesterday and earlier in the week, um, but it kind of gives you, you know, closure to one chapter so that you're able to manage and, and resource, you know, as much as you can for these guys. And then when you turn the page next week, um, you get a chance to kind of take the next step. Um, obviously, the excitement for, for spring ball is high. Uh, preparation is still in progress. But I think, again, being able to separate the two allows all of our resources to be devoted to helping these guys reach their full potential and chase their dreams at the highest level. And then when we make the switch, now we can focus all of our resources, all of our attention into the next phase. That's Charles Huff, and it's been about Pro Day today. Text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. On Twitter, you can find me there, at Paul Swan. Our final segment's coming up for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wrapping things up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. My name is Paul Swan. Just a reminder, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And, of course, if you ever miss a show and you want to go back and get it, or people are talking about me on Twitter, like, what did he say today? You can go and find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And if they don't have this show on that platform, get a new platform. 
That's all I'm going to say. Let's get you caught up in everything that's happening with the Thundering Herd. Uh, we've got good news today, more hardware coming the Herd's way. Marshall University men's track and field senior Brett Armbruster named the Sunbelt Men's Track Athlete of the Week. That came down from the conference office today. Yesterday, if you weren't with us, uh, Marshall got the win in baseball over Cincinnati 8-4. Earlier today, Marshall defeated Tennessee Martin in softball 4-1. They are in action now against Bellarmine. And that, of course, uh, will be game number two of this road trip. And hopefully the Thundering Herd can walk away with another victory. They have been impressive on softball field all season long. I kid you not, if that's the team to win the Sunbelt Conference, that's the team. I think that's the team. I would be surprised if Marshall did not win a conference championship in softball this season. No pressure, but I think Megan Smith-Lyon is down with the pressure. So the Thundering Herd getting it done right now. Uh, it's uh, middle of the second. Thundering Herd leading Bellarmine 4-1. to one. So... Maybe another win coming the Herd's way. They already got the one win today against Tennessee Martin, 4-1. to one. From our texters, I just tuned in. Any word on the new women's coach and the girl from Glenville? Uh, so far, no new word. The Glenville State Lady Pioneers are in the Final Four Division II championship. They're going to take on the Ashland University Eagles. That's tonight at 9.30. If Glenville State advances, they'll play in the championship game. And I don't think you're going to hear any word if it is, if it is Kim Stevens from Glenville State. If she's going to be the next coach at Marshall University, I don't think you hear anything until Glenville State's wrapped up, whatever the outcome may be. And, of course, as uh, the university reminded us yesterday after the news broke from at least one member of the sports media that she was going to be the next coach, um, nothing else to be announced at this time, and everything else is speculation at this point. So university's not saying anything. Glenville State's not saying anything. Glenville State's focused on winning the national championship already in the Final Four. Uh, nothing, I think, is going to come out until after Glenville State either wins the national championship or loses tonight or in the championship game. So uh, that's going to be our timetable. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.